Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another special edition of the American Pale Males podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I almost said your name. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, and with me is... Live from the land of the sky blue waters, it's me, Jeremy. Michael, why are you calling yourself by my name? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's not the Oscars yet. Some uh, juxtaposition here or something going on. No, I, it's just weird because you're here. I am. In person, in front of me, and it's that's me. that's unusual. You usually don't record like that. It's so. true. Um, so, yes. Um, and later, Jeremy, we'll be going out and mm-hmm. we'll hit a couple breweries, a couple bars. We'll see. The night's young. So... Again, I think the theme here has been parting the kimono. Let's part it a little bit even further. Um, so hopefully right now I will cut in a live beer brag from one of those places. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't get that cut in, that means we were too lazy or distracted to do that. But it uh, happens. Pause for edit here. Okay, I decided just we were gonna do this when it was quieter, but I was like, let's just get the whole bar going on. It's bumping, Michael. It's, it's bumping. <laughs> um, so we were at the Vintage Lounge in downtown Madison. I had a, I thought I was having a trepidation, but I was having a dedication. Dedication. Because I screwed up. <laughs> but it was all good. I was reading the description. I'm like, I don't taste any vanilla or like subtle flavors or, here. Or mandarin or pepper. Yeah. And so the dedication, though, is a double-style beer. The predominant flavor I got was yeast off of it, but also had some, like, a peach stone fruit-type flavor, too. I would give it a 3.75. It was pretty strong yeast flavor. There was a little lack of subtlety there, and it didn't taste like a true double to me. But all that aside, it was still really good. A good beer. I agree with you, Michael. I also had a little bit of the uh, whatever occasion that we had. And I had the Mosasaur, which is a mosaic-based IPA, uh, mostly because I wanted to compare against the other mosaic-based IPA we had recently on the show. That's right. And it was is solid. I'd give it a 3.75 as well, maybe a 4. I don't remember what I gave it, but it was a solid, floral, yeasty, mosaic IPA. Just didn't have quite enough balance that I was looking for, but still solid, still good. Go vintage. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a, a group of mosaic rather than like a major craft brewery type mosaic. Uh, but the mosaic character was there. I like that a lot yeah, about that one. Um, now we're at the Great Dane. Um, I am having a, what is this? Noir. Saison noir. noir, which is a Saison made with dark malts, I presume. It's very dark, much darker than I thought it would be when I got it. Um, it's pretty dry. The Saison character doesn't necessarily come through that much, but... It's still good. I like darker beers, and I like Saison beers. This does a good job of giving a little bit of each without going overboard on any one aspect. I like the dryness of it. I give it a four. Jeremy, what do you got here? So I also had the Saison Noir with Michael, a taste off that, and it tasted like I was smoking. Yes. <laughs> that said, I had the uh, Old Punk Imperial Kolsch, yeah. which is... Exactly what you think it is. It's a jacked up Kolsch. It comes in at, I think, 8.7, but it's just a big, hairy, thick Kolsch. It's a little unusual in the fact that a Kolsch is usually more easy drinking, but it tends to be, I mean, it's heavy, it's malty, it's it's thick, it's a little sweet. I like it. Uh, 3.75. I like that one too. Yeah, just an amped up Kolsch. A little unusual, but still good. You gotta, you gotta get credit for the local 
brew pub style and the brew pub atmosphere. You gotta love it. So uh, we'll throw it back to ourselves at a earlier date. Earlier date, more serene. But yeah, those were the beer breaks. Cheers. Cheers. And we're back. Oh that God, we're back. <laughs> Yeah. What an excellent yeah. beer brag. That was, I know, right? Great. That, that was good. Yeah. So, Jeremy, now that the beer brags are done. Yes, Michael. Assumingly. Um, let's get into a quiz. Okie dokie. Now, Jeremy, one of the reasons you came up here, <laughs> the primary reason you came up here, was to see a, a concert. Indeed. Uh, you know, nowadays there's so many bands that have a beer, especially uh-huh. brewed for them. Uh-huh. I'm assuming you know... A lot of bands that do this. I know a good amount, yes. I, I went out to the internet and I went to, let's see, just to cite my sources, altpress.com. Okay. Oh. 17 bands with their own branded booze. Oh, no. Radiox.co.uk, the best beers by rock bands. And these are articles written in 2017, so they're pretty okay. recent. And I'm going to give you the name of the beer. Uh-huh. And you give me the artist that it is associated with. Okay. Um, I think... I don't know. I don't want to like uh, say that you'll do good, but judging by how well you're fair. familiar with these, I, I've se- I've seen a few of these, mm-hmm. but not a. That, we'll we'll see. I think your knowledge of music might help too. Yeah. Anyway, so this one should be easy. Let's start with number one, Trooper Ale. That was going to be exactly what I brought up. That is an Iron Maiden English. Bitter ESB? Uh, you know more than me. It's it's a good beer. I've had that one. Okay. Yeah, it's named after a song, an Iron Maiden song. So From 1982's Peace of Mind, The Trooper. <laughs> See, that's why I knew you would be good at this quiz. The next band, I think you know, because the only way I heard of them would probably have been in through you. I have two beers. Uh-huh. One, I'll, I'll do one. You might be able to get it. Black Tongue. It's Mastodon. <laughs> That's right. The other one's called The Hunter. The Hunter. I almost bought that for the swap. The Hunter. Oh, yeah? But I feel like that beer's been sitting on the shelf for a long time. Plus, the album The Hunter was not that great. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one, you might be able to just to get from the name without any knowledge of the beer itself. Australian Hard Rock. Uh, probably ACDC. Yes, yes. I, they also have they have a number of these at Dirty John's now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have one called Back in Black. Okay, which yeah. Which is like a black lager or maybe, I don't know. Something dark. Or Hell's Bells or something like that. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. That, But yeah, they're the only Australian band I can <laughs> Next, I, I, I'm assuming you don't like this band, but I shouldn't jump to conclusions. But the, I have two beers. Uh-huh. Phantom Bride, Swerve City IPA. Phantom Bride, and I, Swerve City IPA. Yeah. And it's a band. It is a band. Are they... I'm uh, assuming you don't listen to this band. Are, are they like a tight pants, makeup-y sort of band? No, I don't think so. I only knew this band, just to give you some context, I knew about them in high school. One of my friends bought an album was like, this is the best music, and oh, and then like a year later, he never mentioned them again. Is it Marilyn Manson? No, it's not. Maybe uh, I'll just give it to you. Okay. The Deftones. They're okay. Okay. All right. I, I saw the Deftones two right fest ago. Two right fest ago. Okay. Fun. They're okay. They okay. Play, they played before the Misfits. It was a good they're, time. they're legitimate. You, yeah. You, oh yeah. Uh, I got no problem with them. Okay. Not my. I don't. I'm not going to go out and listen to them or buy any merchandise. Right. But I have no problems. If they're with playing. Them. Yeah, yeah. 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 No big deal. Here's another band. Again, I I don't think you'll necessarily like, um, but they're notable. Mm-hmm. I know who they are. Again, giving you kind of hints. You too. <laughs> okay. 
the beer name is Alive or Just Brewing. Oh, 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 um, um, Kill Switch Engage. Yes, that's Okay, right. yeah. And the only reason why I know who they are is because they did CM Punk's theme song. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, not a good theme song. No, not a good it wasn't a good one. Um, they tour with Anthrax a lot, which is probably why I haven't seen Anthrax yet. Okay. Give me till May. Um, and so I guess this was released at the 15th anniversary of their album, Alive or Just Breathing. Mm. 15, oh my God. <laughs> I was in college when that came out. Okay, so this one is probably from the... I got a couple more here. This uh-huh. one's probably from the co.uk website. Uh-huh. Stray Dog. So this band is very different from any of the other bands that we've been listening to. Is it Stray Cat? <laughs> no, this okay. is this is New Order, apparently. Oh, beer. I also saw them at Two Riot Fest. Oh, really? Or maybe it was this last one. I don't know. They were weird. I didn't even know they were still around. I knew they were like really big at that time. They when they came out. I, but... I feel like they're one of those bands that was huge in the early 80s because, well, I mean, you know the story, don't you? How they were Joy Division. And, oh, and, right, and, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were good. They played Blue Monday, and that was the mm-hmm. only song that I knew, but the light show was cool. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I got, I got no problem with New Order. Again, much like the ACDC one, maybe you'll get this from the name, mm-hmm. not necessarily knowing about the beer. Bohemian Lager. Oh, it's Queen. Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah, that was that's all I have. That was a seven of them. So I think you got six out of seven, oh, something like that. Yeah. So Municipal Waste has one called Toxic Revolution. Yeah. I think there's Razor Hoof from High on Fire and Three Floyds. There's a lot of Three Floyds. Floyds they do a lot of the Amber Smashed Face from Cannibal Corpse and Three Floyds. I I, I could probably go on, but those are the ones that jump immediately to mind because I think those are the ones that I've had. Yeah. Yeah. They they tap a lot of those. That, Dark Lord, Dark Lord Day. Day. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It goes hand in hand yeah, with the de- theme. Very much so. <laughs> well, that's good, Jeremy. And uh, actually, New Order has a beer. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, you know, I'll have to double check that to see if that was a very limited thing. I try to keep it to things that are current mm-hmm. and like bands that are still making lagers, but lagers, beers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those are all pretty available, relatively speaking. But yeah audience at home stay tuned we'll have a band beer pretty soon interesting with the swap right the oh yeah 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 <laughs> that will talk the kimono behind her <laughs> yes yes so stay tuned for that. yeah you're welcome <laughs> um well i think it's time for the fdr jeremy sounds good michael so last week's episode we did the blind man birthday dance where we try beer blinded originally i was going to have this beer for that but I switched it just to, for the plain FDR this time. But, you know, we're here in person. I ha- I still have the Dragon Strike board game piece out. So I'm going to give it to Jeremy have, Blinded. Have you ever played this game, Michael? Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I played it a lot. Okay. It's it's like Dungeons and Dragons Light. Okay. It's, I mean, if you like that thing, it's pretty fun. Sure. There's tables and stairways. Yeah, right. Basically, like my first D and D. What it comes down to. I, I saw that it was a bottle, but nothing. Yeah. More. I'll give you this. This is a twelve ounce bottle. Actually, it might be three thirty. Um, but that is enough. Okay, so it's English. Maybe. Let's see. Oh yeah, it's eleven point two fluid ounces. So that's uh. We have a uh, not terribly uh, effervescent beer. It's a nice. Light brown. I it almost say. does kind of look like the English lager, but 
I don't know. I don't know if it will taste like it, but it's a very sharp smell. Yeah, it is almost a little boozy. Bo- boozy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't look terribly thick. I mean, it, it's it's clear. Yeah, yeah. You can see light coming through. Definitely translucent. There's mm-hmm. not a ton of effervescence going on. There's a very small amount of maybe like a quarter inch of head on this. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of dissipated. It's malty. I guess go in. I, I should say this too. You go in. I'll, I'll tell the audience too that I have no idea what this is going to be like. I mean, I, I I know what it's called and I know what kind of style this beer is, but it's apparently pretty extreme. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what yes, you're getting from yes, the taste. Yes, it is. Um, that's very sweet. As Michael literally recoiled right there. Yeah. Whoa, that is pretty wild. Oh, what does it taste like? It, mm. it almost has a... It's, it's the sweetness is up front with yeah. a little bitter on the back end. That malt. Yeah. Oh man. How do you even describe that? There's a real boozy edge to this thing. Mm-hmm. What style is this? Uh, this is technically an Imperial Amber. It's a Bavarian Doppelbach. Oh, okay. Technically. Yeah, by now, uh, we're, a, what, a whopping minute after you've poured this? Yeah. And it's already, uh, the head is completely dissipated. You're right. Um, I don't suspect that that is an issue with the beer itself, but rather a uh, just a factor chemistry, of chemistry, like, chemistry, yeah. physics, something, I don't know. I All do right. genetics, I don't deal with this stuff. It almost tastes like there's some sort of a, like adjunct sweetness, like a honey or a... Yeah, it has a the sweetness is weird. It's it's very intense. Yeah. So here's the bottle. And I, I I've never heard of this beer before until it was given to me by Dad of the Show. Oh, well that's why. Yeah. Okay. 14%. Sammy Claus? Yes. Yes. Sammy Claus? S- yeah. Uh, when I first read it, I sandwich loss. <laughs> yeah. Uh yes. So this is Sammy Claus Classic. It was kind of the original strong beer. The original extreme beer. It was first brewed in 1979 for sale in 1980. One of the strongest lager beers in the world at 14%. Jesus <laughs> the name means Santa Claus in Swiss German. It is in the style of a Bavarian Doppelbach and undergoes an unusually long fermentation ten by months tradition. Bottling. Mm-hmm, ten months, leaving very little sugar in the final beer. Um, it is really. That's okay. what they say. Okay. It is brewed. One day a year on December 6th, Feast of St. Nicholas, and uh, 10 months later, that brew is released for the next year. Good gravy. Here's the Google Translate of what's on their website, so this might have a little uh, few uh, translation quirks in it. Product of Austria. (laughs) Yeah, it's from Austria. Um, Castle. Full of character, dash strong. Only once a year on December 6th, brewed in a complex process, this strong beer is a rarity. It can age for many years in the bottle and gain complexity. I think age this would be. I don't doubt that. Probably good. Yeah. Shimmering reddish brown, complex flavors of prunes, malt, and caramel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. But I got it. The dominant flavor is just that, like, wham! Dagger strike to your tongue yeah. of sweetness and alcoholic booziness and. So malt liquor. And that's the other thing too, yes. On this bottle, I'm assuming for the United States, it says malt liquor on it. So, but when they go by that, they're saying that it is a beer-ish product uh, I think, made with sugar, correct? 
Yes. Is, is, isn't that how they boot up Mickey's and stuff like that? Yeah. They just dump a bunch of sugar in the... Does it also mean no hops? I'm not sure, but I'm going to find out. See, I think there's like a... The definition is pretty loose. I think there's like a colloquial definition. There's a legal definition that varies state uh -huh. from state. There's like so many ways to describe a malt liquor. Malt liquor in North America is beer with high alcohol content. Legally, it often includes any alcoholic beverage with 5% or more alcohol by volume made with malted barley. In common usage, it refers to beers containing a high alcohol content, generally above 6%, which are made with ingredients and processes resembling those for American-style lagers. I don't see, know. See, isn't that like... No. And I think you'll see that a lot in imported beers, because one time, I don't know if it was you or Mike, but we had a... Um, who makes Optimator? Spat, Spaten. Spaten. We had Spaten on the show. Oh, Spaten. And um, their label said malt liquor as well. Hmm. I don't know if that's just like a safety thing for certain breweries that import, just because if they're going to distribute to a certain state with malt liquor requirements, they're just going to have it on there. Uh, Typical legal definition in Colorado's uh, Rev Stat SS 12-47-103 parenthesis 19 N parenthesis which provides that, quote, malt liquors, end quote, includes beer and shall be construed to mean any beverage obtained by the alcoholic fermentation of any infusion or decoction of barley, malt, hops, or any other similar products, or any combination thereof, in water containing more than three and two-tenths percent by alcohol. See, you get into these definitions. That's by weight, though. That doesn't Not make that volume. much of a difference, though. Really? Okay. No. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I was scouring the internet and by that I mean looking at, I went to the Google second result search page uh -huh. um, and there wasn't, there just was not that much information. There's a lot of like beer rating websites uh -huh. and things like that, but not a lot of trustworthy uh -huh. information about it. So allow me to read you some uh, fun about malt liquor, Michael. Okay. In American vernacular, a 40 ounce or simply 40 is a glass or plastic bottle that contains... 40 fluid ounces of malt liquor. After the introduction of 40 ounce containers, which contain roughly the same amount of alcohol as five regular cocktails, which seems high, mm. yeah, 40s became a favorite high of many youth in inner city areas. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> when American suburban youth, I think that's code, adopted the habit of drinking malt liquor, drug counselors began to refer to 40s as, quote, liquid crack. That seems intense. Um, uh, also, apparently, Dogfish Head makes a high-end bottle-conditioned 40 called Liquor DeMalt. I just saw a tweet about that, okay. actually. 40s are often mentioned in hip-hop and rap. Uh, we don't need to go there. Yeah. Is that Wikipedia or...? Yes, it is. Yeah. Have you ever seen a 64-ounce 40? No. Apparently, that's... Uh, in, for at least a brief period in the mid-90s, some <laughs> brands, including Old English 800, oh, God. also known as 8-Ball, Cold 45 and Mickey's, also known as Big Mouth. That's me adding those all the okay. in there. I listen to a lot of Ice Cube. We're available in even larger 64-ounce glass bottles. 40-ounce bottles are not permitted in some U.S. states, such as Florida, which explains those weird 32-ounce plastic bottles. Ah. Weird. Well, it's weird. Remember that one time we had... Steel Reserve. Steel Reserve, which isn't a malt liquor per se, but... Your percentage was lower than my percentage. True. And I don't know if that's a state thing or the overall size of the packaging type thing. I don't know. Because you had a you had a four. Mine was you had higher. A, you had a more volume, lower ABV. I think I had less volume, higher ABV. I don't remember. 
Mine was like eight something, and I thought yours was like six. six. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then you what, what, iced it. Okay. <laughs> difference between between beer and malt liquor on difference between dot net. <laughs> beer is all either top fermented or bottom fermented, while malt liquor is only bottom fermented. Yeah. Malt alcohol often contains corn, added sugar, or other substances that increase the alcohol content. That makes sense here. Now, this also claims that malt liquor has an ABV of twelve percent or higher. Uh, this also seems like a bogus website, so grain of salt. Mm. Malt liquor is cheaper than beer. <laughs> uh, anywho, now that we've digressed. You're right. More on the bottle. I think they used to have something about world's most, what, alcohol beverage or most uh, world's strongest beverage or something. Now on the label, they have world's most extraordinary beverage. Yeah, because old brew dogs kind of blew right, up the water yeah. on that one. Yeah, and plenty of beers go above 14, not plenty, but... Enough that it's Enough. not like a like oh look uh, at that guy up. he doesn't have any legs sort of fashion right yeah um this particular one was bottled in 2016 so it came out just this past Christmas Over? yeah yeah okay. Christmas Over, yeah, season yeah. yeah yeah we said it was Austrian oh it's also brewed in Castle, Castle. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's awesome so it's a strange beer and I I didn't know what to expect <laughs> yeah yes I guess going into like the merits i mean it's extremely malty i'll give it it's that. malty i'm trying to think of redeeming quality it's not like bad it's, I, it's 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 bizarre it's bizarre it's unique it's beyond strange like the toasted marshmallow ipa we had last week was strange mm-hmm. this is bizarre this is yeah this, this is this is gold dust too uh right that's dust in rose right it's going, yeah, it's extreme. And I think it, it has labeled itself as one of the most extreme beers in the world, too, because it doesn't taste like a beer. Better analogy. This is 1997 or 98 gold dust <laughs> versus as opposed to current gold dust. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Gay panic. Yeah, right. And he was a heel because of that. It, yes. I, okay. I'm glad I tried this one. And I around Christmas time, if somebody had it, I'd have a little thing of it again. This is definitely a snit like we could probably have split this between at least another one or two people. Right. And yes. we would not have missed anything. Right. You're not like giving a huge evolution in taste. It's... You're, you're not you're not taking big rips of it. Right. Because it it, it is like almost drinking like liquid molasses. Yes. It's, oh that's yeah, that's a good It's really thick. Mm-hmm. Um does it pass the reach test, Michael? No. No. No, of course. <laughs> no, it's not. Do you want a six-pack of this? No. Oh, God. I think this came in a four-pack. That would make sense. And even then, I would say split it between four occasions or between four people. Yeah, well, I mean, this would also be a good thing to just, like, shove in the basement and forget about right. it for, like, two years. Yeah. And then when you're like, where's that insulation at? You come down and you're like, oh, hey, that's right. I bought this. <laughs> cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. This would be an excellent trade at a, like a Dark Lord Day or something like that. Yeah. You could probably get your weight in gold with one of these. Yes. Shall we go into the rating? I guess button? rate. It's so difficult to rate, it's but weird. we have to rate it, don't we? <laughs> Indeed we do. Um, all right. Pros and cons, Michael, because this is this is a difficult one to parse. Pros. pros uniquely unique. Yeah. European. Yeah. For 14%, it's pretty drinkable. Definitely. <laughs> but it, it's... It's not so much the uh, the, uh, the percentage it throws you off; it's the sweetness. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily the booziness, which is there. It's this it real, really it's weird, a like very hard, sharp green grain slash across the tongue. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, mm. you hit the key, like molasses and grain and sweet. So we have a third party sip? Uh, unnamed third party? I'm, I'm curious to see uh, what the unnamed third parties face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite the evolution of uh, reactions there. Right, it was, mm, uh, 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 mm, uh, yeah. yeah, so sweet. Okay, yeah, she, unnamed third party agrees with the, the sweetness mm -hmm. as us. That said, the, the cons are that it is, it's so sweet. Just too sweet. It is prohibitively sweet. Um, and it is the booziness too is there too it, it is um it kind of you know it kind of has like that weird like i know this isn't what the meaning is but this weird i want to say this weird brown note at the end where it just like pfft, falls flat on your tongue note. like i think it's just the aftertaste of the sweetest cents below uh <laughs> b flat whatever yeah, yeah. it is it's just like like steel reserve we had that yeah. has this weird like okay you put too much grain or too much of this weird adjunct to boost up the ABV and you have this weird aftertaste because um, my mouth right now as I talk is just like yeah yeah bleh. oddly enough this kind of reminds me of Dark Lord when it's fresh I see like, I think, like day of I think cellarine yeah would do wonders for this okay let's let's rate what do we got um I'll go first okay do a quick sip of judgment here mm. that's hard like, it's I, like eating a like a spoonful of sugar, like brown sugar. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's been like sitting out for a while in the sun or something. Yeah, it's... I like this beer, but that doesn't mean I'm going to rate it very highly. Yeah. I like the kitschness of it. I like the idea of brewing this once a year and releasing it as a seasonal. Um, it needs something to, to, to cut through it. Right. And I can see how at one point this was like an extreme beer that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. now not so much. I'm going to go two. I'll factor in the uniqueness and the, like all that fact junk that we talked mm -hmm. about. Two, seven, five. I'm going the same way. Yeah. I, I realize that's two in a row where we go with the same rating, but it's, it gets the extra point above average because it's just so weird. Right. It it can't it can't go into like the three territory because it's just not that drinkable. No. It's it's hard to even call it a beer like it, legally and just by my it needs, evaluation. It needs something like a like a spice like allspice or a clove. Something to distract. A something little bit. to cut through that that thickness. Yeah. So um, thank you for bringing that one to the table, though, Michael. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. That was weird. Yeah, I guess. My belly is warm. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Do you want to do social media to take us home? Indeed, I can. You can find us at APM Pod just about anywhere. Send us an email about your experiences with Austrian uh, malt liquor <laughs> at APMPod at gmail.com. You can uh, see our ratings for this and every other beer we've done uh, as kept by host Emeritus Mike on Untapped at mm -hmm. APM Pod. Shoot us a quick line at Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We are all over the joint. Uh, subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, Michael. Yes. <laughs> and anywhere else podcasts of high quality are found. Mm -hmm. And I think I got it all. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. So that's another one down the gullet. And let us know what you think about that video of them dumping four beers into an upside down Frisbee. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> we got to call back to that. Have you ever drinking beer out of Frisbee? I know that's been a few episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Two episodes. Two, not too many. Not too far. But, um... I'd be curious to see it anybody was four days ago for us. Yeah, right. Exactly. So uh, we'll leave it at that uh, for Jeremy. I've been Michael for Michael. I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.